Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to Better System Trader, the podcast to help systematic traders of all levels improve their trading. We'll give you loads of expert tips and practical advice on system design and validation, money management, trading psychology, and many other topics. Whether you're just starting out or a savvy systematic trader, we're here to help you improve your trading and find more success. This is Better System Trader with your host, Andrew Swanscott. Hi there, welcome to Better System Trader. This is episode number 125. And in this week's trading thought, we're going to discuss an issue that all traders have to face. How do you know when to stop trading a strategy? Now, a very common approach is to wait until a strategy hits some type of uh, perhaps a percentage of historical drawdown and then stop trading the system or look at modifying it or optimizing it. But there are a couple of problems with that approach. Firstly, once the strategy has hit that drawdown level, the damage is already done. You've already taken a series of losses to get to that level, so uh, is it too late to stop trading the strategy at that point? And also, what if you stop trading the strategy and it recovers from the drawdown, you missed out on that recovery? When we have a system that goes into drawdown, we never really know if that is the beginning of the end for that strategy, or if it will be a drawdown within expectation. So it can be a really tricky issue to address, Can this be managed a different way? Are there warning signs to watch out for that can tell us if our strategy is sick or healthy? And can we manage these six strategies differently without having such an impact on our trading account? In this episode, we're going to hear from Alan Clement, who's going to share with us some ideas on measuring system health. So let's jump over to our chat with Alan. It can often be hard to determine if a system is healthy or not. Why do you think that is? Uh, well, the, f- the first reason is because most people don't have any idea what their system's expectation is to begin with. So, so, so it's very hard to understand. You know, if you just if you've just bought, you know, got a set of rules off the internet, or if you've uh, just uh, you know read something out of a book and just tried to apply it. So, it's, the first thing you have to do is to is to use a systematic approach to establish what the what the realistic expectations are from the, for the system. Uh, so that's going to give you what what I would call the long term metrics for the system. So what what, are, what is the drawdown expectation? What is the uh, the win rate expectation? The holding period, the expectancy, risk return, all those things. Um, you'll have you'll have some sort of expectations of what the system can uh, produce over over the long term. Now, as we know, that not all systems work through all market conditions. It, it just it just doesn't work like that. You know, markets go up, they go down, they go sideways, they go from high volatility to low volatility, and and there's no one system that's going to be able to handle all those various types of markets. So, so the first we have to expect that there's going to be outperformance and underperformance in in the systems, and and the the results of any system will tend to wax or wane. You know, even if you've got the logic in it to to turn off when it's when it's not the optimal conditions, then that's going to create a flat spot in the equity line but but if you even if you don't have that you you can have some way of establishing whether the system is uh, is performing as expected or whether it is uh, whether it's underperforming or even whether it's sick or broken uh, 
when we have a system that goes into drawdown, we never really know if that's just going to be a drawdown that's within the realms of expectation or whether this is the start of the end for, for the system altogether. So, you know, the way to think about it is the, 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 the model of the system is fixed. You know, we have a fixed set of rules generally and, you know, and a, and a reasonably fixed set of parameters and the, the, the market data is dynamic, so it's a moving target. And so the, the the model can either be in sync with the with the market data, or it can drift out of sync. And when it drifts out of sync, that means that the, it's going to underperform. Generally, the win rate will drop. Generally, the drawdown will increase. Those all the things that we don't like about the the system. So one, so what you can do is you can you can look at uh, the basically the short run metrics against the long run metrics. So you've got your you know your long in sample out of sample backtest that you've uh, that you've established before you started trading the system and then you can look at what well, what has it done in the last and I mean, this very much depends on how frequently it trades but say how what has it done in the last 10 15 20 uh, even you know 30 trades or whatever uh, and you can use that uh, once again that rolling window uh, to determine what the short run metrics are so we t- Take an example, um, say a, a mean reversion system, which has a fairly high win rate of, say, 75%. That means that we would expect that we should get seven or eight winners out of each 10 trades. Now, then, that very rarely happens that it sits on that sweet spot for very long. What tends to happen is it will either be above that and you can get periods of, you know, nine, 10 winners out of 10 for, for quite a while. Uh, and conversely, it can drop you know, way down, you know, six, five, four, three, two, one winner in the last 10. So what you can do is you can establish some sort of limitation uh, whereby you will stop taking new entries at a particular point. And this is what I call the system health. So you can look at things and I, you know, I've, I've, I've come up with my own algorithm, if you like, which looks at both win rate, uh, open drawdown, close drawdown. But you can look at, you can look at any uh, metrics you like uh, to determine that. You could look at the drop off in the, in the return. You could look at, uh, you know whether it's whether it's drifting away from its uh, standard holding period, those kinds of things. But what, however you measure it, once once it you establish a set of minimums for that system health, and once it drops below that level, then you basically stop taking new entries. You allow the system to keep. Uh, taking trades, if you like, in the uh, in the in whichever tool you're using to to log the the trades or to generate the signals, uh, and then you basically monitor the system while you're not taking any new entries until uh, hopefully it comes back into sync with the market. And once it jumps up against the, above those minimums again, then you start taking entries once again. Uh, of course, if it if it's completely broken, it's never going to get to that that point again. But what you've done is you've established a minimum that's going to uh, basically stem the, or it's going to stop your uh, drawdown, or it's going to limit the amount of drawdown that you take uh, in that system. So it's going to protect you from from trading that system into the ground until you've blown your account up. That's really interesting. So if you use this approach of comparing the short-term run with the long-term, how do you actually establish a level that you're happy with? Is there a way to quantify that or is that just a, a subjective matter? Well, it, it all to me, it all flows from your own objectives. You know, what is it that you're trying to achieve with this system? Uh, your your expectation will be for it to generate a certain amount of return. You will be comfortable with a certain win rate um, and, uh, and drawdown as well. So, uh, I mean, you could say that if you've established what the what the what the worst drawdown is that the system's had over 
whatever test period you've used, then you can look, you can say, well, if it reaches a certain percentage of that maximum historical drawdown, then that's the point that I'm going to, um, I'm going to stop taking new trades. So that could be say 70% of the, of the, um, historic maximum drawdown. Uh, now the chances are it will, uh, move through that because you'll probably have open positions that will that will take it lower than that. But if you don't add any new entries to that, then you're going to avoid uh, taking additional drawdown. So if you think of a a trending system that that hits a bear market, for example, you know while it's got some positions open, they, those are the ones that are going to get hit. But uh, but if you get signaled to take new positions, which may uh, in all probability turn out to be losing positions, then if you can avoid taking them, that's going to stem that tide of um, of drawdown. Uh, similarly for win rate, you know, again, if you have a system that uh, wins seven or eight times out of ten, then you might think, well, if it drops down below, say five in the last 10 or even four in the last 10 then to me there's 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 something happening that the system can't cope with in the market so i'm just going to take it offline and i'm just going to sit and wait wait for that win rate to get back up and you know the, these these types of things work much better on uh, systems that trade more often uh, so uh, they're very good for things like mean reversion systems for trending systems that are lower frequency they tend not to work quite well because you you can end up sitting out of uh, the market for a period uh, as the thing is starting to recover. And as we know, sometimes you know the the, the start of new trends uh, off out the, the bottom of bear markets tend to be some of the the best uh, times to be in this system. So so it's very much uh, horses for courses, and you have to sort of adjust the the metrics that you're using. But uh, but in general, it will it will keep uh, it will give you a level of safety that uh, that's out with the standard uh, risk management tools. Thanks to Alan for sharing his ideas on measuring system health. If you'd like to hear more from Alan, including some additional tips on measuring system health, plus other topics like managing drawdown and dynamic position sizing, then head on over to episode number 29 of the podcast where I talk to Alan about some of those things. Go and check that one out and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. Okay, well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Come on over to bettersystemtrader.com. That's where you'll find all the previous episodes, all the transcribes, all the show notes, and all the free weekly trading tips. bettersystemtrader.com. Bettersystemtrader.com.